0: All right, here we go. Um, This is the Damn American Podcast. My name is Scotty H. This is going to be episode six, I believe. I'm not, I, you know, who cares? Um, It's going to be a recap of week five, which is October 17th, 18th, and 19th of the English Premier League. Um, Lots of things to talk about. There was a lot, lot of goals, a lot of drama, a lot of controversy. Other than Monday, Monday sucked, um, and uh, we got a lot to get into. So this is gonna, kind of just could be a recap of of uh, the last couple of the last round of games, and then on Friday, I think we have a game on Friday. But on Friday, I'll release another podcast. You know, looking forward to the next games and what I'm thinking gambling wise. Um, speaking of gambling wise, it was a tough, tough Monday for me, especially. I was plus money on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, did really well with Everton, um, you know, the Everton and Liverpool game made a lot of money there. Uh the Chelsea Southampton game made some money there. Um but the the two games on Monday were brutal to watch, especially for someone who had both the overs and, you know, betting on people to score, you know, players to score and so it was it's it's tough to um tough to see a nil nil and then a a one nil when you're betting the overs. But it happens i'm probably going to stop betting the overs um i just can't get a feel for it right now it's um it's a wild. it's been a wild year but a lot of goals so you ex- you're expecting expecting teams to score but um you know you get two games on monday like that and uh probably should have seen that coming but you know you're expecting goals you've seen a lot of goals this season but here we are um it happens um so the first game everton liverpool um obviously first thing to talk about is uh virgil van dyke he's it looks like he's going to be out for the season they've taken him off their um premier league squad list so i can't imagine we'll see him anytime you know this season um hopefully he'll be ready to go for for 2021 but um but it was a it was a terrible challenge from jordan pickford and um even though Van Dyke was a little bit offside, you can't allow somebody to make a challenge like that, even if the play is over. We've seen plenty of times where um, referees will will make a decision after the final whistle or at halftime, or you know, even if uh, you know, at, there's, there's just been plenty of times that that referees have made decisions like that, and to to not go look at it, to not to not make some kind of judgment on that challenge is, is difficult because that was, it was wild. It was reckless. It was, I'm going to take everything here and I don't care what happens from Jordan Pickford. And we can't allow that kind of thing in the game uh, because this is what happens. Players get hurt and uh, teams are, you know, ultimately changed for an entire season. And so, um, uh, silver lining will, I I guess if there's a silver lining to him getting hurt, it is, that we're gonna have three or four, possibly five genuine title contenders. Um, you know, it's it's at least looking likely, you know, Everton, Liverpool, City, Chelsea will be up there. You know, there's gonna be plenty of plenty of teams that are that think they can win the title now with, with Van Dyke on the sideline. Um I still think I still got Liverpool winning it. I still think they'll they'll have they'll have enough to, to win it all, but um you know, City wouldn't surprise me. Everton, the way they're playing, wouldn't surprise me. Um, you know, Tottenham, the way they played in the first half uh, on Sunday, they wouldn't surprise me either. But you know, we'll see what they can do with their defense. giving away three goals in the last ten minutes of the game, that's it's tough to win when you do that. Um, but Everton and Liverpool—it was a great game. It was a lot of fun to watch. Um, Everton were just as good as they had been for the entire season. That midfield is fantastic. Um, they just, they, they work hard and, and Richarlison and, and Calvert-Lewin up top, they're going to score goals. Um, Liverpool ultimately though, were the better team, even with Van Dijk injured, they were the better team. And should have won it. It was a bad... I, VAR needs to go. VAR is ridiculous. I don't know how you can... Anyone can look at that and say, yeah, that's offside. That The the ball from Thiago into and and to Sadio Mani and say, yeah, he's 100% offside. You got that wrong. There's just no way you can look at that and say that. And to to chalk off a goal that gives a team a win on the road against a rival who had been perfect... And, you know, not taking into account that it's Jordan Henderson, it's the captain who gets the goal and one of your best players just got hurt. That that is a massive uplift that they missed out on because of a bad um, refereeing decision. And it's tough to I can't imagine what the Liverpool players are thinking that we won this game and we're not we're just not we're just they're not giving us credit for it and um so that was that it's a really it's a really tough spot to be in, I would imagine, but Liverpool were the better team. they should have won the game, they did win the game, they just weren't given the points and um but that's not to take anything away from everton. I thought everton were were great as well, and um Dominic Calvert Lewin, the guy could jump if he if he gets anywhere near a ball in the air, I feel like he's gonna score um he's been really impressive this season, he's obviously gotten a lot more athletic and and uh, his finishing has gotten a lot better, so he's he's been in, he's probably been one of the top five players of the season so far. That's impressive to see, but uh, this was one of the games of the year. and um, it'll be it'll be interesting to see where where these two teams go from there. Um, Chelsea and Southampton were next. Uh, Chelsea took a two nil lead early on. Um, a mistake. Got Southampton back in the game. Danny Ying scores like he always does. Uh, man he all he does is score goals um and uh southampton get back in the game uh Shay Adams scores the equalizer to make it 2-2 from a kurt zuma mistake uh, straight afterwards kai havertz puts chelsea ahead 3-2 and then um i think it was jan vestergaard scored for southampton to make it 3-3 late in the game um yeah, it was it was a great game. Chelsea definitely should have won the game, and it's going to be down to their defensive uh, incapabilities. That's what's going to cost them, you know, the points and spots in the league. Um, I think they'll finish top four because as the season goes on, their attack will get better and better, and they'll be able to win games four two and four three, and that's probably what they're going to have to do because their defense is is very weak. Um, Southampton, but they they've got to feel good about getting a point. Um, and after, I, I feel like Southampton could be a little disappointed they didn't win the game. They had many, many chances to, to win this game, and to score three goals and not win um, would be tough for them because usually they're pretty solid defensively. Um, but this is this is the story of Chelsea's season. This is what they're going to do. They're going to they're going to score a bunch and they're going to give away a bunch, and um, yeah, you know, so they're going to be really tough to tough to. Um, predict from from here on out for the rest of the season. Uh, Manchester City and Arsenal. uh, Raheem Sterling gives Manchester City a 1-0 lead. I was expecting more goals in this game. Um, Both defenses had been struggling, um, especially City's defense. I expected that front three of Arsenal to be able to give them some problems and score a couple goals at least. Um, But they never really created a chance, to be honest. There wasn't really a whole lot there. They had three shots on target is what it's looking like. So Um, didn't really do a whole lot going forward. They look better. They look more organized. Um, so that's impressive. That's impressive to watch. Um, and to give, to give Man City a, you know, a little bit of a game is something they haven't done in a while, especially on the road. Um, so I, I think Arsenal, I think they're, they're going to be in the top four. I I like them to finish top four this season. Um, Manchester City, they get Aguero back. They look a lot better. Uh, They didn't score all the goals. Um, on Saturday, but they get the win, and that's all they really care about. And um, uh, I think we can expect them to finish at least in the top two this season, the way they're playing. Um, even if they if they can keep a clean sheet, they're going to be uh, they're going to be really tough to to keep away from the title this season. Um, Newcastle Manchester United. Uh, Newcastle were terrible. They get the early weird, funky, deflected goal, own goal from Luke Shaw and then did nothing basically the, entire, the entirety of the game. Finished with 36% possession. Um, didn't really, they had nothing going forward. It says they had seven shots, but I don't believe that. Um, Manchester United were clearly the better team. Um, unfortunately, I bet on Newcastle, um, the value was pretty good, but they looked they looked awful. They looked really bad. Um, Manchester United end up with with 28 shots and 14 on target, 64% possession. Uh, they deserve to win the game, and they probably deserve to win the game 4-1, even though all those go- all you know the winning goal came in the 86th minute. They probably they definitely deserve to win the game by more than one goal. Um, and they looked good, and they also and I just you know watched them play PSG yesterday, and they looked good there. I, I thought they could have beat PSG by more than what they did. So. Um, it's looking good for Manchester United. They struggled early in the season, but it looks like they're they're trying to pick it up a little bit. Um I think that's all they're Manchester they United looked good. Newcastle looked terrible. And I think that's pretty much all you can take away from that game. Um the next game was Sheffield and Fulham. This was a ter- terrible game. I, I it's it's one of the games that you you feel like it's a waste of an hour and a half to watch this game. Um Sheffield are in serious trouble if they can't beat this Fulham team. This Fulham team, and you, you look possession. Fulham should not be having 59% possession against anyone this season. They shouldn't be. They shouldn't be out shooting people. They shouldn't be. They shouldn't be taking the lead against people. To be honest with you, this Fulham team is very bad, and Sheffield made them look good at times. Um, Sheffield, they're just not creating chances they're not doing what they did last season and this is pretty much the same team that they had last season. There's not really a whole lot missing from a team that finished in the top 10 last season. Um and they've lost 5 games in a row. Um they're they're in trouble. They're I well, I think they're 18th or 19th right now and they they are in deep trouble. Uh this is a team that could easily go down this season and it wouldn't surprise me. Uh, after the first five games of the year this is um it's it's surprising to say after last season that Sheffield would be in trouble of going down but after the way they've played that's it's it's, it's I, I would say it's probably more likely than not uh for sheffield to to be one of the teams that go down and then at and I expect to finish bottom um This was just a bad game i i I'll never get that hour and a half back um Next game was Crystal Palace in Brighton. Um, this is another another. It was a pretty bad game. Uh, Crystal Palace take a lead off a bogus penalty kick, and that was their only shot and shot on target of the match. Um, and that's what Crystal Palace want to do. That's that's exactly Crystal Palace's game plan. They want to score early, and sit back and try and break on the counter. And that's that's what they want to do. That's going to be their entire season. Um, and if they get that early goal that's that they're going they're going you know collect some points that they otherwise otherwise wouldn't brighton were the better team and brighton have been the better team in a majority of their games this season they just haven't been able to get results um i expect brighton to be flirting with with top half of the table um if they can get some results to go their way because they have they've been unlucky you know a couple times this season we're five games in and they've got plenty of time to, to pick up points. But in the way they're, I think the way they're playing, they are going to be, you know, right around that ninth, 10th, 11th spot, um, in the table come season's end. Crystal palace will finish below them. Um, they just, they offer nothing going forward when they're not ahead. When, when they're, when I'm sorry, when they are ahead, they don't, they don't go for that second goal. Um, they're more than happy to sit back in their own box and let the other team, you know, have have all the possession. Uh, Let's see what the the possession was, 66-34. And Brighton had 20 attempts and only three on target. And there's a reason why you're not getting results because you're playing well. But, you know, getting three shots on target from 20 attempts is uh, is bad. It's it's really, it's not going to, you're not going to win many games like that. And Crystal Palace had one shot and one on target and one goal. And that's going to be Crystal Palace. They they try. They're going to try and win win every game one nil, and um, Brighton get the late equalizer, and uh, Lewis dunks red card late, which was a pretty disgusting tackle. Um, but this is what Crystal Palace want to do. This is what their season's going to look like, and uh, we're going to see plenty more of this. And if they can get that early goal, that's this is that's what the games are going to look like. They're going to look like. You know, a Jose Mourinho-style park the bus um, from Crystal Palace and hope hope that Zaha can do something on his own. Um, so, yeah, Brighton probably should have won that game, but they but they don't. Um, we're going to see a lot of that this season, especially against Crystal Palace. Um, next game was Tottenham and West Ham. Tottenham storm out to an early 3-0 lead. 16 minutes, they're up three nil. One after one, before the first minutes over, they're up one nil. Um, this and that Tottenham team looked like they could go on and win the league, and uh, they were great defensively in the first half, very well organized. And um, you know, being three nil up, two goals from Harry Kane, one from Son. Being three nil up in the first 16 minutes of the game, you've got to win. You you have to make sure that you win that game. And I feel like they got a little complacent. They stopped going forward. Um, they they decided that the game was already over. And you know they they score three goals in the first in the first half, get a bunch of their shots in the first half, and then do nothing in the second. Um, and credit to West Ham, they didn't they didn't stop. They just kept going. And to get the to get the their first goal in the 82nd, and then an own goal three minutes later. And then the strike from Lanzini could be goal of the season, you know, goal of the year, um, contender, um, to get anything from, I think it was the the first time a team has ever gotten anything from a game after they were three nil down in the 81st minute. Um, and that's, uh, it's impressive from West Ham, the way they've played, they've scored 10 goals in the last three games against really, you know, top quality competition. Um, and I think the way they played in the second half, they were the better team and probably deserved to get something from the game. So you can't, you can't say this was a fluke or, you know, that they got lucky. This was uh, a team that deserved to get a point from the game. And, I'm, you know, it's good to see them. It's good to see a, te- a team get, get what they deserve. Um, and that's, you can say the same about Tottenham because they were complacent. They were unorganized in the second half. Uh, even though they were 3-0 th- up they i I would imagine they felt pretty comfortable going into the 80th minute and then it all falls apart um I can't imagine what Mourinho said in in uh in in the locker room after the game but that's definitely two points dropped and uh in a season where you know 85 I'm thinking 85 points probably wins the league 85 to 88 I would say those two points are really going to come back and haunt them. That's two points that they should have. Um it's two points that um they feel they probably felt were theirs and uh West Ham had other had other um intentions. So pressing from West Ham it was a great comeback. It was a great game, probably game of the season. Um and um we'll we'll uh we'll look forward to to what West Ham have coming up next week because they've looked great in their in their last 3 games. Even with the uh, international break, you know, splitting them up, um, but very impressive. Very, very impressed with West Ham. They're a, they're a better team than I thought they would be. Um, speaking of a better team than I thought they would be, Aston Villa win one nil with a late a late goal from Ross Barkley at Leicester, um, and Aston Villa. I, th- this win to me is more impressive than the seven two win that they beat Liverpool two weeks ago this win to, to win a game one nil on the road against a good team, this shows uh some grit and character and um some fight that I didn't think that they had. I uh I wa- this was this was a very good game even even for one nil. This was a game that I fully expected to finish um as a draw and Aston Villa snatched it at the end and that's that's the sign that's a sign of a team who won to, who, you know Are going to finish in the top half, in the top four, be champions, and this is this is what it's going to. This is kind of a fluke scenario that we saw with Leicester in fifteen sixteen. That Aston Villa, if they continue to play this way, all the other teams are are struggling. Liverpool lost their best player. Man City have been vulnerable at the back. You know Arsenal. Um, they're probably not quite there yet. United have looked iffy at times. Tottenham giving away two, giving away two points late. There's there's so many things that have to happen for a team like Aston Villa um, to go on and finish top four or even possibly win the league, and all those things are happening right now. You know we're five weeks into the season, but as of right now, Aston Villa haven't lost a game. They haven't dropped a point. And this is the kind of thing that we saw with Leicester in 2015-16 is Leicester barely survived the season before and then went on a crazy run and won won the league with 82 points. Um, and if Aston Villa can be in that range, can be in that 80-85 range, there's a chance that they could, you know, they could win the league. And it's crazy to think that a team like Aston Villa, a team who barely stayed up, who probably should have gone down because of that fluke goal that didn't count for Sheffield at the end of last season um could start at you know four four wins from four and beat the champions and beat a team that finished fifth last season on the road who knows yeah it, it's it's been a crazy year it's been a lot of a lot of interesting results and there's no reason to think that Aston Villa can't go on and and have a fantastic season and and get 80 to 85 points and you know we'll see where that takes them but I was very impressed with Aston Villa, very impressed defensively. Um obviously no no Jamie Vardy for Leicester in this game. Um but all you can do is is keep a clean sheet and they they did that against a, a team that has top 4 aspirations and and now Aston Villa can count themselves as a team that also have top 4 aspirations. I don't see any reason why they would that why they wouldn't think that they could do it. Um So very impressed with Aston Villa. Looking at them completely differently. I think Jack Grealish staying had a huge was a huge boost for them. And um, it'll be interesting to see what they do going forward. They do play Leeds and other pro, uh, promoted side on Friday. And I can't imagine they don't win that game either. Um, so we'll see what it looks like. Uh, but very impressed with Aston Villa. Uh, and then Leicester not having Jamie Vardy in the side, they're always going to struggle to, you know, when you lose something like that, it's, you know, it's like losing Aguero up front for City. It's things, you, you, the way you play completely changes and those players aren't used to playing that way. So, uh, it'll, it, it makes that difficult, but, um, Leicester haven't, haven't really got going yet. Uh, other than that win at, at, against Manchester City, but since then they've really struggled. Um, so, Hopefully they get they get Vardy back and start playing like they did last season. Uh, you know, before lockdown because after lockdown they were terrible. Um the two games on Monday were were awful. I can't I i'm really disappointed that I that I actually watched them. Uh West Brom and Burnley looked like two teams who were more concerned with not losing than trying to go for a win. Um and probably should have seen that coming. Burnley had no points, and West Brom had one point. So, um, I think both of them would have taken a nil-nil draw at the beginning of the beginning of the game. And just to kind of, uh, well, obviously Burnley wanted to getting wanted to get a point, uh, so they don't have a goose egg in that column. Um, and then West Brom, they're they're going to be more than willing to take any point they can get. Um, but. It was a disappointing game. There wasn't really any attacking threat. Uh, neither of these teams are going to finish above 16th. I could see Burnley just just surviving. I think West Brom go down. Um, but this, that just wasn't. It, it was. It was just another game. It was disappointing to watch. Um, Leeds and Wolves was a little better, a little more attacking. Um, Wolves get the late winner from from Raúl Jiménez in uh, the. I think it was 76th or something like that late in the game. Um, 70th minute. Um, Wolves were... They were pinned back a lot of the game. Leeds had 68% of the possession, which is the way they want to play. Um, but they could only muster two shots on target, and that's uh, that's not going to be enough. Wolves are a good defensive side. And... Um, you know, can play on the counter with with Adama. I I think it was Adama who came on, and um, you know, had played a part in the goal. And they only put three shots on target, but they took one away. They get a, they get a deflection, and and um, you know, that's that's the whole game. You gotta you gotta put put your chances away. The Leeds were only able to create two chances where they, you know, put shots on target, and um, and that's just not going to be enough against a good team, a team that's going to finish in the top half. You know, even though Leeds had sixty-eight percent possession, I think they were. I think Wolves were comfortable for a majority of the game. There were a couple, you know, couple flashes here and there, but I think Wolves were good value for their win. Um, they needed to get get you know get back off because they they hadn't been playing very well. They lost to West Ham and then only beat Fulham one nil, and to get another one nil win against a team that had been playing really well uh, in Leeds, that. um it's good for Wolves to, to to kind of put a run together here, especially against teams they should be beating. Um, There's a whole lot else to say. we got a game on Friday, Aston Villa and Leeds, which will be interesting. Um, Leeds don't look nearly as threatening as they had in the first couple matches of the season. Um, I expect Aston Villa to win that game, especially um, at Villa Park, so that will be Interesting. Um, but looking, definitely looking forward to that. Uh, we've got Champions League games here starting about an hour. So I'm looking, f- uh, looking forward to, look, to watching a couple of those games. Got Liverpool in action and then uh, Manchester City should be playing as well. So looking forward to that. But I think that should do it for, uh, for today. Uh, follow me on Twitter it's damn American podcast um, i'll be I tweet out all my pics and all my uh, you know all my thoughts on on that uh, account so follow me there if you uh, listen all the way through to this but I appreciate it and take care.